good evening, and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast. This is what, number 52? 52. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, we've got some things to talk about um, today. Lots including, going on. Oh, my gosh. So much going on. Finally. <laughs> including two new songs that I don't think we've addressed yet on the podcast. Some interviews, some live shows, and a little bit of a summary on Mr. Andy Taylor's most recent uh, activities and coming out from the underworld as long as he's been gone. So welcome. We're glad you're here. All four of us are here today. We have Sangria. We're ready to go. What are we talking about today, ladies? Whoa! Anniversary! <laughs> mine, mine is always the do 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 That's it. That's it. I love it. Mm-hmm. That actually, I think Anniversary is my favorite of the four songs so far. Okay. And it's probably because of that. The very rhythm section. Okay. I don't think we always need to go in these songs and be like, what does it sound like? But with this particular song, I hear friends of mine at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And then I hear that, which feels like a derivative of hungry. Mm-hmm. So it's not exactly the same, but it's enough. It's like a nod or a wink to hungry like the wolf. And then they get into the new mm-hmm. stuff. Didn't John well, say, say there were Easter eggs? There were going to be a bunch of Easter eggs. Oh, okay. Well, good. Well, I found two Easter eggs. There were some derivatives in there. Sure. And I didn't write down what parts. I hear night boat. I hear is there something I should know? There's that little drum fill right after Simon says um, the part about being on the radio, uh, where Roger just goes and I was mm-hmm. like, What is that? I can't figure out what that is. So if anybody knows, let me Yes, know. come on to the Instagram page exactly. and tell us where to find all the Easter eggs. Exactly. <laughs> to me the da-na-na-na. Yes, yeah. gives me reflex yes, vibes. Very reflexy. Yeah. There's well, even that, some that wild guitar vibes. There's right. Even yes. a little bit of wobble. Yeah. So when it goes, I'm like, the reef. The first one. I think I even posted on Duran Duran's Instagram or something. I was like, I'm getting reflex vibes here. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. mean, Simon's vo- his voice is, sounds so good anyway on all four of the songs. And it sounds good any like all the time. But the song, you know, it's just, it's so on. It's so on top. And it, he just sounds amazing. He sounds so good. He said on Wish that it makes his trousers tighter. <laughs> Singing the song makes his trousers tighter. I wouldn't doubt that. I In that those was... white pants. I just yeah. had a vision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, and I will say, I've been listening to it on Spotify. Like, I set up a Spotify with, like, Tonight United or again, Unite, yeah, Tonight United. Mm-hmm. And it will play some of the new stuff back to back or you can fast forward. So now I sort of feel like what the album might be a little bit like because when you have to YouTube it, it's like there's always this delay and you have to watch the stupid ad and you're like, <laughs> I want to feel kind of some flow there. And I mean, more joy kind of sits in there just fine too. So I think I'm excited to hear the whole thing when we get it together. I did pose that question, you know, what do you think the rest of the album is going to sound like? And I'm getting that, that vibe, right. And it'll be interesting from a ballad perspective, like what, if they have one and what that's going to be like, but I fully expect like all of these songs have been the way that they've been produced. There's so, there's so much depth and they're very like layered, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I expect that. 
throughout like throughout the album like that just I don't know it's hard to describe but yeah. it's just it just sounds like meaty and just a lot of layers to a it a lot of stuff going on in yeah. each song so far but, and, and there's a cons- really well and there's a consistency I feel like they kind of have a similar quality which is great when an yeah. album can kind of sit together and feel like it has a similar quality well so the producers are who was Errol Errol Alkin Errol 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 and then Mr. Giorgio Moroder mm-hmm. and then who did tonight you Tonight United, which in that bridge, I totally hear him. Like in the yeah. bridge of that song, I just I hear his like his shtick, which I love. That's funny because Stephanie and I were talking about that earlier, and I was saying I don't hear Donna Summer in this. But he's not just Donna Summer. No, I know. But, yeah, I yeah. Know, but, but that's what I associate. Go back to the Daft Punk song, you know, where they're talking about murder or whatever. Uh-huh. I feel like some of that is what there. There is something about some of the synths, and it's very much I, I hear it in the synthesizers. And you know, Nick is really like digging into that. But in you. Hear it throughout, but especially during the bridge, I was like, "There, there's where I really I hear it on that the one." The thing that I heard, like when I first heard the song and I was listening to synthesizers in the background, I was like, "What is this? What is this? What is this?" And it's Madonna hung up. Oh. It's like the oh my goodness, yes. It's like the yeah, on top of it, it's just it's the it's the it's the sort of baseline, if you will, of it in the synthesizers. And I was like, okay, time goes by. Yeah. <laughs> so slowly, time, and it's like I, if I were a DJ, I would mix yeah. those songs together oh, because wow. you can mash it up. Yeah, you can mash it up. Did Maroder produce that? No, or? he didn't. Okay. Ah. Hmm. I looked it up. Yeah. I don't, I don't, he didn't. I'm really surprised to hear you talking about this because you were going to not listen. I know. (laughs) Right. Times have changed. (laughs) Shows have been very adamant on the calendar. And And then anniversary came out. And I think when the announcements were were made, it was like, well, I'm going to have to break that. (laughs) (laughs) And listen to the songs because they're going to play the songs. And I'm not gonna know. <laughs> so yes. if that if that wasn't the case, then you wouldn't have. I it. wouldn't have missed. Yeah. I wouldn't have listened to the songs. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, it would have been hard, but I would have not listened to them. So yeah. yes, I've listened to them. <laughs> And I feel I like, like it. I feel I like, like it. I've gotten like when I look, I, I try not to read all the socials because it gets annoying. Because you know, there's always people that are like, mm-hmm. wow, the haters are on there. Oh man, tonight United has oh. divided. Yes, people. like this is serious. And I so. don't understand why people just feel like hating. I mean, if you don't like it, just turn it off. Just don't. We don't need to know your comments if you hate it. And it's just <laughs> odd to me that they take the time. You know, I don't know. That's just my opinion. That these these people are taking the time to create some new music. They're proud of it. They're putting it out there. And if you're and we're happy to hear it and there's a lot of people that are really happy to hear it and it just feels like real negative Nelly like we don't really care what you think but <laughs> well and okay speaking of Tonight United the first time I heard Simon say let's celebrate this union in anniversary I thought oh goodness that's that's a use of language there that's very British I think mm-hmm. and then when in Tonight United they say unite I think football game <laughs> This is going to be a soccer team. Yeah, like a anthem. Like on Ted Lasso, it's going to be a soccer team. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Doesn't it sound very like it could be the stadium rock? Stadium anthem. Yeah. Now, I love the first two lines about uh, are you a child of the world and breaking down walls and all that stuff. Yes, thank you. And it's all your fault, Mr. LeVon, that I am that. So, um, I was like, he wrote this about me. <laughs> Yay. 
<laughs> what do y'all think about it? Well, then on the interview, so we were going to talk about the interviews, the yes. interview with the DJ from Minneapolis. Minneapolis. He and John spoke at length about this. And this is Paul Fletcher, uh, Cities 97.1 Radio. Yes, yes. And I think John said it started out as an anniversary song for the anniversary of the band, the albums or whatever. But then Simon was like, it has to be about all anniversaries. Mm-hmm. So intentionally you feel included regardless of it. Oh, no, I was talking band. about Tonight United is what he wrote. Oh, about yeah, you're right. But okay. anniversary, I like where that DJ pulled out the yeah. line that he wrote about us. Yeah, yeah. It may not seem like much, but it's everything to us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That DJ pulled that out, and John was like, ah, nah, nah, nah. I wasn't even listening. I was like, Yes, dude, yay! Pulled it out. That is that is that okay, line sorry. means so much. That was the anniversary, but yeah. they did talk a lot about that. Yeah. And what a fantastic job Paul did. We really immensely enjoyed this interview. I just thought it was kind of like a breath of fresh air, and I watched it after a very long day. Um, what was that on Wednesday? Um, something like it, that. Something like yeah. that. I, the days are all running together. So I really enjoyed it. I loved um, John's energy. I loved that Paul was actually a fan, and you could tell that. Yeah. And he was talking as if he was one of us. Uh, he is one of us, not as if. Um, mm-hmm. And so he just brought a different perspective because sometimes some of the interviewers ask some of the same questions. I love, love, love the hotel, hotel alias question. <laughs> that cracked me up. The answers, uh, you're going to have to go to the Instagram page to find out what that was. I won't give that away. It is very cheeky, Simon. Um, and um, really enjoyed that. Um, but just enjoyed the energy. And yes, we're ready to come over, JT. Yes, we are. And, um, and dance. And dance. Yes. And I love the part about um, John stating that we just all need to be together and dance. And I was like, that is yeah, so... Very, very true. So they did talk about the hotel aliases, which I won't spoil. Quick question for the group here. Other than the ones they talked about, do we know any of the other code names from across um, the years? There was some other ones in the past that I that are completely escaping. I only know mind. one. Yeah. Andy was Super Mac on the astronaut tour. Super Mac. Yes. I don't remember <laughs> that, but I would have during that. I knew that because he gave the name to one of my friends uh-huh. in Dallas. Ask for Super Mac. I was the I was in Dallas during Well the apparently he tour. didn't tell he you to ask told, for Super Mac. <laughs> our conversation about tonight united though because it is not uniting all of the Duranis and I like it. I think the chorus, the bridge and the chorus are Duran funky. What do y'all think? I mean, yeah, I mean, I I liked it too. I I can't say it's my favorite. I don't dislike it. I mean, I like it. So it's, I think out of the four, it's probably last on the list. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but you know, I like it. It almost, and it gave me, it reminded me a little bit of last night in the city, which you know was Mm -hmm. one of my favorites. And I feel like they could even, if they felt like, mashing those two together like I feel like it's kind of the same theme of just having a good time and celebrating and doing it all tonight so I feel like that that that, that had that same sentiment if you will and I love that song so I well, it has a good energy 
that's interesting you say that. I still, I, this is probably going to sound terrible, but I feel more energy from last night in the city than I do from tonight United. Yeah, except, and, and I, maybe we're on the same wavelength of that, but um, except that when we first heard it, it was um, live. Yeah. And people recording and sharing their recordings from Birmingham, um, the most recent shows at the O2 and all that, where live tonight United seems so energized and gets the crowd going and everything. Listening to it after I downloaded it on my iPhone wasn't quite the same. same. I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. So it may be more a show song. It may be right. It may be like White Lines. Yeah. Because White Lines doesn't translate like that when you're just listening, listening to, to the wedding album. Yeah. I thought it was more, thing more joy. Why? I mean, that, I'm I think that one, didn't do I'm that surprised that I haven't done it yet. And I mean, I love that song. I play, that's the one song I play over and over and over and over and over and over again. Because I just, I love the energy of the song and I'm, I dance around in the house while I'm working and I've got my AirPods more on joy. and I'm just like yeah, touching up and down. And <laughs> I just love it. I love the song and I imagine, I picture them playing it live and just, yeah. So a, a question so I have, we'll and we're going to see, will they sample Chai in with more joy or will the backup singers be yelling more joy? I think there's going to be a combination of both. I think a combination. Okay. Yeah. Like Nick will have a Nick definitely has it yes. Yeah. More joy. Because they don't want to say joy. They say joy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would agree with you, Suzanne. I got the last last night in the city vibe from that song too. But at the same time, that's not my favorite song on Paper Gods. <laughs> so I would agree with you, D. I think that I kind of I think I'm slotting them as I hear as I've heard them as they've been released. Mm. It's a toss up between Invisible and More Joy as my two favorites. Oh, yeah. I did yeah. like what we heard that the uh, single that we heard them play on the Today Show that we've only heard that one time. That we, and then you know. Oh. And Errol has said that's not going to be the version that ends up on the album. So it'll be interesting to hear what the final version of the song is going to be. Any Um, something. I yeah. don't remember the name. So we've yeah. actually technically heard five, five songs. Yes. But we shall see what the final version of that song sounds like. Do we know how many songs are on the album? It's on that list. Yeah. It's like, Was there like 12? Yeah. Songs? There 12. Yeah. So there are seven songs left, and I have very little hope that there is any differentiation. We hear a lot of heavy We haven't heard a ballad though. There is I don't I am I'm, I'm guessing there isn't one. Well we'll see. Now John said in that interview that um he feels like Simon pulled a lot of like personal relationship stuff and all this into a lot of what they wrote. So there could be something, but yeah. I don't know that it's I, I was thinking there's not a saver prayer. I don't hear before the rain. I don't hear Seven Stranger. I don't hear, you know, universe alone. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's if anything, it'll be maybe like something like invisible or something that's maybe not a ballad. Ballad, yeah. But yeah. Like lower. Yeah. Well, yeah. the song yeah. that we yeah. didn't hear that the one that that's the song that I'm that I was thinking about was more the little, most ballady yes. that we've yes. heard yes. out of the five, yeah. but we yeah. don't know what the final version is going to be. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, so there's twelve songs. Okay. Twelve songs. Okay. We've got five of them already. Yeah, I'm not thinking well, that we we're going to get four. Technically, well, technically, technically, yes. we have four. Well, the album's gonna be out on the twenty second. Yeah, so we don't like, have that much longer, like twenty days. And then John mentioned a video for anniversary that I think is gonna come out 
this week. He said the very end of the month. Mm -hmm. So we just have the song with just that picture. So it will be interesting to see. He was talking about a video, but was it anniversary or was it tonight? Anniversary. Anniversary. Because they didn't really talk much about tonight. You know, they talked more about anniversary. And it almost sounded like, and I don't know if he he meant like keep an eye out or like keep your eyes open, like keep your eyes open for the video, or keep your eyes open when you watch the video. That's how I took it. That's how I took it, and I even commented. So if eggs? so, yeah. So if there's uh, Easter eggs, there's Easter eggs. That that, that that could be interesting. Yeah, like the video itself. So, so that should be. This he said by the end of September. So that's like here we are this yes. week. <laughs> <laughs> did did he say anything else in that interview? Because I was kind of in and out while listening to it. Um, about I don't know anything of importance or anything that. I mean, they did talk more about touring in the spring yes, he did and how it days. felt like they were going to do in the summer now because they right. weren't able to get the venues yeah. and he did bring up July again. So yes. this is good yeah. news yeah. that he's Hyde like, Park we have the Hyde Park show in July. Mm-hmm. So my sense was they're going to kick the tour off with July and then probably go late summer. He was saying summer and on. So I think it's not going to be early next year that there will be a tour to the rest of the world or at least to North America and Europe and wherever else. Hopefully Australia. I know y'all are begging for them to come. We'll see. South America. Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. So, but he did, I feel like at one point they were saying spring would be the tour, but he really was, I felt like he was saying after Hyde Park, we have the big thing in July in London and then on. So that was one one thing I felt like I heard new news about a tour with him. Yeah. And I mean, it really sounded like what I remember him saying was it was kind of a struggle because of COVID. Yep. Everybody's still kind Booking of places and they're and, hoping yeah. that by next year yeah. that will all have worked itself out. Yeah. Okay. I knew there was something else. Yeah, and he talked about his painting. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That COVID. was his COVID that was his, his thing. habit. Yeah. And so he has a bunch of... He could sell those. Yeah. We, we would yeah, take some of his right paintings. Here. I know. I was curious. <laughs> I mean, like a show or something. Yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. He, he should. Like a little gallery or something. And let's go to LA to see it. If that's where it I'm is. I'm thinking if he sets up a gallery tour, it'd probably be at Dennis O'Regan's studio. In London. In London. Uh-huh. Would be the perfect uh-huh. But all the paintings are in LA. Because yeah. he said that there was no room in his house, which is yeah. a little weird because we know he probably has a giant house. It's pretty big. <laughs> it's got multiple levels <clears throat> on the on the side of a yes on yeah. the side of a hill. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, the other big news was the yesterday global citizen Live. extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did y'all see the interview with Simon and Roger? Roger? <laughs> I didn't see it. Did y'all? I did. I watched a little bit of it. In fact, it's pretty short. And the one if we're thinking of the same one. Um, they both compared global citizen to Live Aid. Or they said it wouldn't happen without Live Aid. It wouldn't have happened without Live Aid and how important, Simon said, how important uh, what Bob Geldof did with Band-Aid and Live Aid uh, sort of brought to mind all of these things that were happening in Ethiopia. But then shortly after Live Aid, life just went on and people tended to not pay attention or or feel it anymore. Uh, So he, he, I think he was alluding to the fact that he's proud to be part of this global citizen situation. Uh, because it's another sort of bringing attention to this situation, whatever situation. I think it's um, go it's a global summit. Go to. Yeah. They don't want donations. They don't want other things. They want people to be. Um, they want people to go to their um, representatives and Congress people and start other demanding, yeah. um, you know, attention to climate yeah. change and, uh, you know, all that. So I didn't see the interview, but I did sort of when I was trying to watch it yesterday, I watched it probably live for about 
15 minutes and I couldn't figure out how to see Duran Duran. And apparently a lot of people were having issues that they cut to them late because it was just hard with it being in London and all of this stuff. And a little bit of me, I thought I was, I was a tiny bit sad because I was missing Live Aid because it was sort of simple with Live Aid. It was two concerts. We started in London and it went for half the time and then it switched over to Philadelphia. And now because they had capabilities to go so many places and do so many things, it felt a little disjointed and too much. And then they, because they can like also produce it so much. When we finally saw the clips, we saw, I I saw a clip that had um, ordinary world and anniversary, correct? And then a separate clip with Planet Planet Earth. Earth. Mm -hmm. So they did three songs, but it it almost, I don't know. It felt like they were special musical guests on something, Mm -hmm. not as much a part of a big event. So that's just my thought on that. Just in my brain. I thought it was going to be an outdoor stadium show. It was kind of going to follow the vibe of Live Aid. But no, inside this It was beautiful. It was was beautiful. The shard behind behind them and the lighting and the skyline. It was gorgeous. an interesting set for that. But I I felt, like you just said, TV audience and band on stage to the top of the pops. Like overly produced. Very, very produced. Which is Kind of the opposite of what exactly. I think they wanted to, right. or not they, the band, but Global right. Citizen wanted to. We don't need to do that. Yeah, but when Global like Citizen that. set it up, I feel like they had they had the stage in Paris that I did see a little bit of Elton John, and apparently Ed Sheeran was on there when apparently Duran Duran was supposed to be on there because all the Duranies online in the UK were all like in a tizzy because. <laughs> Ed Sheeran was showing when Duran was supposed to be on and sort of like when we watched the Billboard Music Awards and they kept like teasing them and they were never on the people that were watching it live they're like they keep teasing them and they're not on so it was just like so a slight letdown in the production I might might yeah. it's just an observation I mean that's where we are now it is kind of a change with the times but the setting was beautiful so even if it wasn't they got the best setting by far Oh, so um, not everyone recorded no. in that same. No, did no. anyone? I don't else think anyone else that? did. I okay. think it was I just Duran. Yeah. Was he up? Was he, he was in that there. same setting? Yeah. Did she play up there? Yeah. Okay. I saw a clip, like a brief clip. Okay. Well, then maybe it was the London piece because so. the Paris, the Paris stage was outside, and it looked like they had a live band. And then I feel like there was a stage in New York or something as well. But good for them to be involved. I mean, what you know, it is what it is. And like you said, it was good that it helped bring attention well, to it. I think it's supposed to, but how many people besides us do you know watched it or right. even and knew that's, about that's it? That's the thing, like, because it was all online, right? Yeah. So, and that, I mean, they did. That's they, a difference, too. Yeah, that's a difference. And I believe it was Global Citizen, if I'm not mistaken. They did this last year yeah. as well. And Lady Gaga was, yes. like, yeah. she was one of the big ones, co-chairs or whatever for it. And, yeah, I mean, it was all online. And, and um, I just, it's just not the same. And, yeah, I think if they would have, if they would have had, like, all the networks participate, yeah. that would have been more. Or even more one. Exposure even one network. network. It yeah, didn't have to be all of them. Even, like, Fox. It didn't have to even yeah, be like the right. main network but yeah main you're right network. if it was on tv mm-hmm. and it felt a little bit more like and plug it through the yes, network exactly that i think would have gotten a little more attention mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. i mean i will say that i did get to go to the harvey hurricane benefit that was here in austin like 
four years ago with all of those stars. And that felt much more like Live Aid because it was real, but it was more, it was a show and it was real. And we, you know, we had Lyle Lovett come up and we had James Taylor and Bonnie Raitt and then Willie Nelson finished the night, but it was more like it was a scripted show. And then they also had the actors kind of between. So of course, Matthew was there, you know, and all of you, anybody from Texas, Renee Zellweger was there. They were all there, but it was, it was a, a show that was, you know, focused on helping the people from Houston, but it wasn't like it was in Houston and Austin and Dallas. It was all in one spot. Yeah. So um, that was also pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was a real concert. Yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing that this was so weird with because COVID. of COVID. But it, I was looking online while y'all were talking about it, and I didn't see Sheik posting photographic evidence. Um, so if somebody has photos of Sheik playing the same place during Duran played Global Citizen, please share. It looked it like it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I thought it was online. Well, and the sign, the sign behind them said Global <laughs> Citizen London. Uh-huh. So maybe everybody in London, and we know Sheik was playing in London because yes. we saw like where you could enter to to get a ticket to go see it there. Oh, it was dark, so I guess it's just a different time of day. day. Yeah, Yeah. it was later on. Oh, and we have not mentioned how much we love Nick's suit. (laughs) The first thing I said when I saw the images of them getting ready to go on stage was like, what the heck is he wearing? And he looks so good. I am here for that. (laughs) That red suit. That has to be a Jeffrey production. Yes. 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 Had to have been yes. because I feel like he had kind of like a silvery or black one yes. before as well yes. too, yes. but the yeah. red just yeah. really popped with the lighting. So um, I thought it was like so fantastic. It was looks so like nice. it's yes. just liquid yes. underneath that liquid fire. Yeah. Yes. Liquid yes. fire. Nick has become a groove with his. Yeah. <laughs> well, and in one they all have they always and do, in one of the festivals because they were debating this. Our, our Brit friends. He was in a blue suit that was gorgeous. So mm-hmm. they're like, we love the blue suit. And I can't remember if it was Scarborough or Olive White. Uh-huh. But he had this electric blue suit on, and now he has this red one on. So we're really yeah, liking the, like the sharp shoulders. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, I got a little weird. Michael Jackson vibe from No, me. I did not. <laughs> Jackson jacket. I did not. Okay. I got a more of a Terry Mugler. Well, mm-hmm. so some, yes. somebody did say Michael Jackson too. So <laughs> it's the same shade of, shade of red. I'll go with Dean's. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. It's so nice. That's that. <laughs> There's nothing better than being here with you. I did love the suit. I thought maybe he was very explicitly separating himself from the other three. <laughs> he looked so different. He was real dapper Setting and they were a little more casual. Aside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I was on his pants. Yes. Yes, yes. He wore, he's had that pair of pants for a while. We actually mm-hmm. saw that. It is like the five year anniversary <laughs> of us being pants? at Red Rock. <laughs> no, but we've oh. seen, we've seen that look before, but those are, those are cool. We like those. He, wait, Simon's pants or Nick's pants? No, Simon's pants. Oh, no, this is a like new kind suit. Of like black I like white. those, yeah. those mm-hmm. um, little printed. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And they fit well. They yes. do. They do. Yes. And the ducky. And the creepers. The ducky creepers. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and John with that um, sofa upholstery jacket suit, too. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sofa upholstery oh, no. jacket. <laughs> so did we hear any anything from the Birmingham shows or any of the festivals? I mean, people seemed really excited to have seen the many things stand out to y'all from that, from the clips we've seen or any reactions we've seen. I like what I heard uh, Nick, I think, say afterwards about the fans were just Hungry, like a wolf. Hungry, like the wolf. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, the wolf. I did, the wolf. Did I enunciate the wolf? Uh, the fans were hungry for 
the music and the dancing and the fun and the band on stage and all that good stuff. So um, that was something that stuck with me. Yeah. I, I, I watched videos that were posted um, from people within the Duran Duran family. It was fantastic to have that opportunity because at some point you start feeling like you're actually there. So thank you to all of you who posted from the shows. Gerard, I can't remember his last yeah. name, but I follow. I think we all follow him, yeah. uh, the photographer on Instagram. He was right on it and was taking some fantastic pictures and shared a bunch of stuff, and I thought that was really cool. Him and um, Karsten. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah, and I meant mm-hmm. to say that too. Well, and Miranda yeah. one was over there. Miranda one went too. Yeah, yeah. at the Furman shows. Yeah, oh, we were so happy to see her. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what? She's there. That's fantastic. Former yeah. guest of the pod, Miranda one representing for the U.S. in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, at first, first night, and I think I was texting you stuff. I can't remember if it was just you or somebody else too, but I was like, what is wrong with these people? They're sitting down, <laughs> and it's been this long, and they're up there kicking ass and people are sitting down but by the end the scene was different second show completely different vibe from beginning to end everybody was on their feet dancing singing and all that so what I thought was it was ga but i thought it was ga so no, no. they had to stand one of the views that i saw okay. was from a, a an where you could maybe, that, maybe okay. that was just the maybe that was just the view because maybe it was just the angle that yeah. didn't show them because those are all the people that were up front from all accounts out on social media on the had been it had was been yeah, in they, line all yeah, day for to, to be yeah. there yeah. so there's no way they weren't excited right. No, those, uh, yeah, I think the first few rows on the floor, obviously you're going to get a different vibe. But from this view that I specifically remember, people were sitting down. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that that was my impression was the first one. People were still trying to come out of the malaise and it took them until, you know, notorious to get Well, up on the top. But in the bottom, I think that they were engaged well, I still, the whole time. I still feel like it didn't happen until midway through the show, even for those on the floor. Yeah. I mean, there were the diehards, obviously. But um, I will say it was pretty fun. One of my friends, one of my Facebook friends was there, and she was able to live stream like the encore. So I was sitting in the U.S. watching the encore like live, which you kind of love technology yeah. sometimes because yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh. And she was right up, yeah. right front. So it was super fun to see that and be like, it's like I'm almost there. Yeah. Like not quite, but but close enough that I could be like can taste it. So. Do you remember going to shows even during the astronaut tour for those of us who did? Um, were you at the astronaut? You I was up. I was at. I was up at the top. Okay, but even then, though, like oh. the thing was, Lisa would say, "Call me during save a prayer or something," and I would just hold up my phone and like. <laughs> let her listen while I was sitting there but it's not like recording like we do now. I don't quite do that but yeah it's changed a lot and it does make me feel more like I'm there mm-hmm. which is a more authentic experience when you don't want to fly across the ocean during the global pandemic and you can use your phone and not have it like completely up in everybody's face blocking you can hold it down a little <laughs> bit and still be enjoying the show so there is a way to to, to do it respectfully to the people around you and also pay attention to what's happening on stage mm-hmm. and not be so distracted by your technology yeah. well one week from today one, week from today. one week from today we are going to be out in a big field <laughs> <laughs> well no we're going to be up front to, uh, along the rail okay. we are going to be in a big field in a fairly <laughs> large piece of crap <laughs> elbowing all these youngsters get out of the way I know they're going to be behind oh, I'm me they're going to be behind me <laughs> there was I did uh, 
the Alice Radio in San Francisco, what do they call it? Now and Zen Festival a million years ago. And we had a deal with the kids in front of us. Maroon 5 played before Duran Duran. So we flipped spaces <laughs> at the front <laughs> of the, the yeah. section so that the Maroon 5 children, they were literally like 15 so they years get old, in front. Okay. could be up front to see Adam with his face. Love you. And then, thank you. And then um, <laughs> they moved back very quickly. And we got our spots back up front after That's cool. Adam Levine. So we, I, I'm I feel like to, any festival situation that yeah. I've ever been in, yeah. um, and I've seen Duran at a couple of festivals, that, you know, that's just the crowd that will be, yes, will back away. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or they'll move out mm-hmm. for their band, and then you just move forward. Yep. And I will say Tyler, the creator, is playing at the same time on the big, big the stage. Side. Like, yeah. they're on the pretty big stage, and then he's on the <gasps> slightly bigger Duran stage. Duran's not on the biggest stage? No. They're on the Honda stage, no, on, the Honda on the Lady stage. Bird. Um, Tyler, the creator, is pretty, is pretty much yeah, the headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, but there, but that will mean a lot of them are going to be like over, over there, there on the outside yeah. of Zilker Park. So that's a good. So thing. it's all going to be like fifty-year-old people. Pretty like, much. Well, I mean, <laughs> who else would it be? No, there are some kids mixed in. Some of my students were writing. I asked my students to tell me their favorite songs so I could create class Mm -hmm. playlists. And none of them mentioned Duran Duran, but most of them said 80s music. Yes. So one day I was playing just a loop or favorite songs or something, and Hungry Like the Wolf came on, and a couple of tables were dancing. Okay, I I, I do need to share my proud aunt moment with everyone. We were at dinner or at lunch with my family, and and we were in a loud restaurant. We were at Chewy's, you know, having Tex-Mex, and all of a sudden my niece, who's 14, says, she called me Tia. Tia! They're playing Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. Totally unprompted. <laughs> I could barely hear it. And I was like, I am a proud aunt. I have taught you well. My brother's like, yes, you brainwashed my children. I'm like, I have no problem with that. I've done the same. More of my daughter than yes. my son. But yeah, when, I, when I have it playing in the car, she's humming along. Even like the new stuff. Yes. She's like, I just couldn't believe she could tell me the song. I mean, if she had even said it's a Duran Duran song, I would, but she knew the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, there it is. There you go. Um, I'm looking, okay, just because we're talking about it, I'm just looking at who's coming up on the same stage. I don't know those people. Polo G is the one of those people. Mother at one. Uh, White Reaper at 2.30, Polo no. G at 4.30, Carol G at 6.30, okay. and Duran Duran at 8.30. So there's two uh, hours in the Erica, Erica, Erica Badu. Right before. Yes. And it's like, dang it. Dang it. Dang it. And then on the other, like, uh, on the other side where Tyler, the creator's going to be, well, first of all, we're going to miss St. Vincent, which kind of makes me sad because I'm not seeing her yet. Um, Band of Horses, Greta Van Fleet, and then Tyler, the creator, are all on that stage. And that was that like the stage awesome. Paul was on. And David that's Byrne. the big, big, that's big, the big stage. stage. That's yeah. in my brain when I imagine that's where I am. Yeah. Well, no, you're not going to be it. You're going to be a different one. Are we going to be closer to food? <laughs> it's right in between the two stages. Okay. I've been studying the map, so I'm going to be volunteering. <laughs> I am. I'm volunteering. So I can go get my ticket to see my band. Okay, that's good. So, um, okay, okay, can we right. can we just talk about Andy real quick? Everybody knows, hopefully, if you've listened to us, that um, Jody, that's me, big giant, super lifelong Andy Taylor fan. Uh, he's one of my favorite human beings on earth, and he drives me nuts. But 
He has um, recently come out of the woodwork again and has been playing shows with a band called Reef, which I am learning more and more about Reef. was apparently a very, very popular band in the 90s, sort of alternative rock. Uh, he plays guitar with Reef, and they are on tour. In fact, they have been on stage today. Uh, Tracy, Andy's wife, is posting on Instagram as they're on stage right now, so they're playing. Um, Andy will generally perform Hungry Like the Wolf, White Line, sometimes the Reflex or something um, with Reef. But recently, he was invited to be um, a performer in a fundraiser in Newcastle, which is kind of where he's from. Um, he has said recently he hasn't been back there in a very long time. There's really not a lot of family there for him anymore. So going back to Newcastle was kind of a very special thing for him. And he performed um, a set of songs. If I if I had a dream set with him on guitar, this might just be it. He did I Want to Take You Higher. And for Duran Duran fans, you know that song, Thank You. And um, he was not part of the Thank You recording. So it's interesting that he um, chose that one to record, I mean, to play. And in fact, okay, I've seen videos of these. The stage was just electric. So if you have an opportunity, look for Andy Taylor, Newcastle, and you'll find uh, live versions of these songs. He did Get It On. He did Planet Earth. He did Johnny and Mary by Robert Palmer. He did Take It Easy, which is like one of my all-time favorite songs. Sound Like It Hot. What happens tomorrow, y'all? He did What Happens Tomorrow. And he's singing all of them. He's singing okay. all of them. Now, he does have guests on stage, and there's a girl singing along with him, um, but he did most of the vocals on them. He did Careless Memories and I Might Lie Mashup, which is one of his solo songs and, of course, my favorite, one of my favorite Duran Duran songs. Addicted to Love, which he wrote with Robert Palmer after Power Station. Forever Young, from one of his favorite people on Earth, Mr. Rod Stewart. She Can Rock It, which was second Power Station record uh, single, and then Hungry Like the Wolf Wild Boys Mashup, mashup um, which was so, so fun. Everybody was jumping up and down in the crowd, and he was doing his jumping thing, and it was just awesome. He finished the show with a um, an, an encore with Delilah and Rio, which um, didn't include the beach balls, but was also extremely fun. I am hoping that he brings the show eventually back to the U.S., but to know that he is out there loving playing this music, uh, embracing where he came from, even though I think we've even talked about this on the pod, there's obviously some tension between the original five members of the band with him on the outside and he's embracing where he came from. And I, I want to say that it's all in honesty, all in heritage, all in celebrating the music and overcoming all that difference. So I'm so excited that he's out there doing this stuff. But did y'all see any of the videos or anything of the, the, oh my God. I haven't had a chance. Saw the uh, set list and I'm like, that's pretty solid. Yeah. So, that was, was, was great. so fun. Yeah. I, I, I am um, Twitter friends with someone in England who was at the show and she sort of put a compilation together. I will share it with you guys yeah. if you want to see it because yeah. it's just lovely. It's just, and it's all him and he's all celebrating his heritage in Duran Duran, which includes that relationship he was able to build with Robert Palmer. And the only thing missing is a Bernard Edward and Chic thing, but he did do some like a hot yeah, and yeah. on. What you just said and what we've touched on before, you know, at the end of the day, they may all have their differences, but we're just glad to see all of them out there playing music, yeah. playing live music, that people are still going out to the shows and getting to, to see everyone, no matter if it's Andy Solo or just, you know, the band or what have you. It just, it makes me smile that everyone's out there doing their thing. Yeah. 
And that's like, you know, what you just said, that's the whole point of it all. Yeah. Still out there making music, playing live music, and still excited about something that you created 40 years ago. Yeah. Okay, well, y'all, we're super excited about this next week. And be on the lookout for some post-ACL episode extravaganza. Post-ACL, um, freak out, excited, like, yes. no breakdown. It's going to be great. But, like, we got two weeks coming up yep. of, like, super fun, yep. out-of-this-world, amazing experiences. So, yay for that. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a while. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and you can even find us if you ask Alexa. Make sure to also follow our Instagram page too. See you again real soon.